In the last episode, I had the privilege of sitting with my wife and hearing her story the past year. And as we talked together, we were able to share that there have been moments the past year that have been hard. And if I'm being honest, there have been moments the past 10 years that have been hard. And if I'm going to be even more honest, we as Christians struggle with being honest. We as Christians struggle to be real about the state of our marriages with each other. We will hide the hard things. We will put on a good front. We will pretend like things are okay, or we won't be vulnerable when we know we need to. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Maybe we feel ashamed. Maybe we feel like people will judge us. Maybe we feel like our marriage is failing and we don't want to be honest about it. Maybe we have broken relationships in our past, whether it was our own or our parents. The church has really struggled with communicating marriage well, with setting up its body for marriage well. And we perpetuate that by not being real and vulnerable with each other and by not supporting each other. Y'all, this is a real issue in the church. And I've known too many marriages that have struggled, too many marriages that have ended because we as the body of believers have failed each other. And it doesn't have to be that way, starting now. Because today we have the opportunity to get real. This episode, Bobby and Brenda Vickers are gonna get real. They have been married for 40 years and they had a good chunk of 10 years that they didn't know if it was gonna work. But God knew, God was doing something. They weren't perfect in the midst of that. They were ready to walk away at times in the midst of that, but God was present and active. And the key was, is they were seeking him. Not perfectly. <laughs> at times, they wouldn't have thought they were seeking him well, but because they were seeking him, God was working and he was working in his timing and in his way. Y'all, marriages look different from couple to couple. And so I don't want you to take this as a catch-all because, you know, some marriages have some really significant things that need to be worked through. Sometimes there's abuse. Sometimes there is past trauma. So th this episode's not going to be the thing that solves everything. But what I want you to hear in this is that this episode is an opportunity to know that God wants to show us what it means to love. Y'all, the call to marriage is hard in of itself. You have two broken people who were raised in broken worlds who are called to be now one new thing that is not only sharing lives together, but sharing desires and plans and bank accounts. Y'all, that is hard. And if you add to that the hard, hard call of scripture for us to love in a way that is beyond us, well, that makes it even harder. When you look at Ephesians 5, and I believe this is the contemporary English version, verse 24 and 25 say this, Wives should always put their husbands first as the church puts Christ first. A husband should love his wife as much as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. And husbands, hear me on this. That's not a small call. We have to love our wives as Christ loved the church and gave his life for it. Not love her insofar as she's doing the things that we think she should do or insofar as she's making us feel loved. Husbands and wives, this is a hard call. But you know what? It's so hard because we keep on trying to do it in and of ourselves, in our own power, in our own logic. And God is trying to show us that it doesn't work that way because love is not meant to be conditional on the other person. Love is meant to exist in and of itself through the power of God within us. I've been wanting to do marriage episodes for a while. Hopefully there will be more. But this isn't just for married people because single people dating people, engaged people. This is about the call to love each other. You know, when somebody asked Jesus what was the most important command, and he said, love God and love others. This is an episode about what it means to love in such a way that defies logic, that defies our strength and capacity, that defies human understanding. That call to love is for everyone. But for married couples, hang in there through this episode. Listen Come humbly, come with open ears, and ask God what it is you need to hear. In fact, stop right now and pray, God, is there something that I need to hear? And then turn it back on. Because as my regular listeners know, when there are obstacles 
to the recording or editing, that must mean God wants to say something. And let me tell you, every single mic issue that could happen, happen. You will hear it in the audio quality. And when I went to go and edit it, my wife and I had some struggles. And I was thinking, I can't edit a marriage episode when we're struggling. And y'all, God is at work. Listen up. You're listening to episode 26 of the Where Did You See God podcast. So let me pray. All right. Father God, I want to thank you that you are God and you are good. And I want to thank you that when you want to speak, you will. So we just want to invite you into the space. We just want to invite the Holy Spirit. Uh, and anything that's our words, we just say, take that away. And anything that you want to communicate, um, just speak it through our lips. Um, we pray for everything that's said, everything that's asked, that in all of this, that it would be something that draws us to you. Um, just celebrate who you are and how you work. In the name, amen. 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 All right, so I'm excited. We're actually, Becca's joining me. This is her second podcast. So, um, yeah, we're sitting with Bobby and Brenda Vickers, who I've known, I mean, I guess for a decade now, maybe. Um, who are Bobby and Brenda Vickers? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I met Brenda 40 years ago. I was in the military, actually, and uh, I was stationed with her brother. We was in the service together. So I came home one time and uh, I met Brenda. And um, believe it or not, it was it was not that we started out courting and you know stuff fell in love at first sight. It was not that at all because at the beginning of our relationship, uh, we were not saved. We were not Christians. Hey, not too long ago after that, I started writing her you know letters and stuff like that. And uh, because when she first we first met, she didn't like me. you know but that was when um, I was 19 and you were 17 and you were 17 you were still in school I was in the military okay so I came down I was stationed uh, in North Carolina Fort Bragg Mm -hmm. and so she had a high school prom so I came down and uh, her dad liked me you know, I'm not sure about your mom, but I think her dad liked me, you know. <laughs> I think I mm-hmm. I think I pretty much reminded me of him of of himself. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, but we got along well. We got along well together. Very well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so we met, you know, then we then we got together mm-hmm. and um we started dating. It was a long distance relationship. Right. You know, yeah. because I was in the military, she was still in school, but so we were writing letters back and forth. And I think you still got all those letters that I wrote. A lot of kind of sort of, kind of yeah. sort of, yeah, yeah. I went through them and read the pre-Christ letters. And I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you threw away some of them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were too. Yeah, yeah. It was too graphic. <laughs> too so, much. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> we lived together mm-hmm. for a period. Mm-hmm. Because we were not Christians. Right. Okay, so we lived together for a period, about a year or something. Yeah. About nine, yeah, about nine or ten months. Nine or ten months. Mm-hmm. And then so both of us had a Christian upbringing. Mm-hmm. So she was starting to feel guilty about living with someone, but not mm-hmm. being married. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was saying, you know, she wanted to get married and yeah. stuff like that. So, But she was adamant that we were not going to have children before we got married. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we got married, right after that, we did have a son. You know, a about a year later, mm-hmm. after we got married, mm-hmm. three years later we had a daughter, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's what fun. That's where it all began, you know, marriage wise. That's where we started. Cause right after that, uh, somewhere up in there, I accepted Christ. Yeah, yeah. dealing with Amway. With, with Amway, believe it or not, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of Amway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Amway was a it's a multi level business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sell, I guess their main thing back then was soap, you know, sell soap products detergent, and yeah. detergent, mm-hmm. different things like that. Their theme in Amway was put God first, mm-hmm. put your family, then yeah. your business. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, I was still not a Christian, mm-hmm. but I wanted my business to become successful. For some reason or another, somehow, I, I, I don't know how I knew it, but I knew the 700 Club came on TV mm-hmm. during the day. So I wanted to put God in my in, in, in my life. I turned on the Seven Hundred Club, hmm. 
And uh, I remember Ben Kinch Club was on that time, and I I was just it was whatever they was doing on Seven Hundred Club. I did not pay attention to. Mm-hmm. But when he got ready to pray the prayer for salvation, somehow I knew he did that. That's when I got in front of the television and prayed that prayer with him. And uh, at that point, I accepted Jesus Christ in my life. So now we are we are Christians, and we know God. And so now we are, what, how far into the marriage? Only about, it was only about 84, so only about five years. About, so it was only about yeah, five yeah, years now, so we about five, five years. years. How old were you guys when you got married? I was 19. She was wow. 19, I was and I was 19. 21. Wow. Was yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So we did have some challenges yeah, at did. that particular yeah. time, you know, the, in our life, you know, and we, we did have to pray mm-hmm. and uh, really see God for our life. Mm-hmm. You know, for for different situations and some things happen, you know, along the way that it, we had some serious struggles mm-hmm. that happened, and that was around about the five, six, seven year mm-hmm. mark. We did have some serious struggles, but we was Christians at the time, you know. And at that particular time, to be honest with you, I was ready to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, I was ready to give up. You know, a lot of things was happening on my job situations, different things was going on. And uh, actually, I was at a very low moment mm-hmm. in, my, in my life at that particular time, and I was watching television. Mm-hmm. And, television uh, has helped you out. Yeah, it has. It has a <laughs> lot, yes, man. It yeah. be, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the point yeah. of time. At the point of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was, uh, this uh, pastor was on that ministry, and he, he described exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, wow. And then, of course, you know, they always get a number. He was a local pastor, so I called him up mm-hmm. and uh, talked with him. And he, and you know, visited the church. That's where we ended up going wow. next, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But we still, we, we never had marriage counseling. That was mm-hmm. the only thing. We never mm-hmm. had anyone to do marriage counseling with us, mm-hmm. you know. So we, we didn't have any of that in our young married life. Mm-hmm. So we were just kind of winging it. Mm-hmm. You know, for what we knew to do, you know, and that wasn't anything because <laughs> we had we had no idea right. how yeah. to, right. you know, uh, dealing with married life and children right. as believers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, because all we knew at that t- particular time was uh, just going to church. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically what we did. Mm-hmm. We, we, we spent a lot of time in church, going to church. And a lot of that time, we was neglecting children, our children and ourselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that because we spent so much time doing ministry mm-hmm. and not doing family, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so yeah, so in looking looking back on it, in hindsight, we, we see now that marriages do go through that time frame where everything is lovey-dovey and then you go through the children phase because... Like he was saying, well, like I've come to understand little <laughs> a little that when you go through that time frame where you start having children, mm-hmm. you have your personality, his personality, and it's a lot of things that you never know how you're going to respond until children are in the picture. Mm-hmm. And when children are in the picture, it's your childhood that you were raised up with and his childhood that he was raised up with. And so you put the two together. He may not like this. I may want to do it this way. And then you start clashing. And then, you know, it's just so much mm-hmm. just you're clashing, you're clashing. And and then you have your own dysfunctions mm-hmm. that may have came from how you were raised. And so you have all that together and you're going to work and you're just going, 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 going. So you got all of this going on at one time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we did. We clashed. We clashed a lot because we didn't really have anyone to actually counsel us to sit down and tell us. Well, this is happening or that's happening, mm-hmm. you know, walk us through the process. Mm-hmm. So we were just, it seemed like we were just hanging on and right. the, the frustration was mounting. Right. Yeah. Um, um, more probably, it was mounting for both of us, but more for him than it was for me because mm-hmm. I, I did more, and I'm not, I'm not saying you didn't, but I did more praying than he did. I didn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I didn't pray, man. That's, I did. that's one thing I had to admit. I thank God that you knew how to pray, man. I she, did more hmm. praying than he did. Um, hmm. Yeah, and so I would pray a lot for him. Wow. And then occasionally when I would go to God about him, God would be like, okay, so let's look at you. Hmm. So it was. it wasn't all about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was dealing with me, dealing with myself. 
just being real, mm-hmm. being being real in the hard times. And I remember we went through a situation and God had said, Brenda, if you can hang on, I'll let you see when you get to the end of this or when you get further down the road, you're going to be happy mm-hmm. that you stayed that you stayed in this, mm-hmm. that you that you fought, that you pressed. Mm-hmm. And so I understood um, as I got down the road. And it wasn't like a, a year or two years. It was like after I got down the road, I understood it because I saw him change. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, he started changing. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was the type of person that, you yeah. know, didn't know how to love. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was one of those kind of people that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of just shut everybody out. Yeah. I had I had a hard heart, mm-hmm. you know. Even though I had accepted Christ, and this and that was that was the, uh, awesome things about it. Because the, when I accepted Christ, mm-hmm. I remember distinctively that I had a love for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved everyone. It's, mm-hmm. It was just amazing how that changed and how that world opened up to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. that I had love for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't know how to love myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I didn't know how to love. But I I, I didn't have a problem. You know, uh, with people, mm-hmm. but I had a problem with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so and when you have a problem with yourself, it's hard. So I was yeah. I was a lover at heart, and so when I would try to love him, he would try to allow it. But when I got too deep or mm-hmm. too close, he would push me away. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of his running when he say wanted to leave, you know, leave the whole thing was because. I'm going to do this. Right. Right. I'm going to do right. this. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sure you. Well, yeah. There's like feelings of guilt. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. we. And then the way it didn't, you know, because I wasn't a perfect husband and father. Mm-hmm. And I, I, didn't, I didn't treat her, but yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. You, that's true. Mm-hmm. But all at the same time, I have to go back to the part that you mentioned because of her prayers mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. prayed because I wasn't praying. Yeah. You know, and you know, and, and and people, you know, knew I was a Christian, but mm-hmm. they they still didn't like me mm-hmm. because of the hard heartedness and mm-hmm. the the type of attitude that I have. Because I was real rough real, around the edges, rough, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, very rough. Yeah, because <laughs> people would people would yeah. look at me and say, you know. Brenda, I'm praying for you. I'm like, what, what happened? They were like, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine? Right, praying. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so is other people's prayers. Yeah, yeah. It's all hilarious. And so because I'm made up totally, we're made up just totally different. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. He, was, he was totally, I was more on the timid side. Mm-hmm. And he was more on the tough side. So, um if guy had to put two tough people together, I'm pretty sure it would have just, mm-hmm. it would have just, you know. But I was more timid and, and had to learn to have that confidence where he was overconfident. Yeah. He was, so it was borderline arrogant and pride when mine was too insecure and too um, just, okay, God using him to help me to, to be more confident mm-hmm. and more, you know, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I, I can stand, I can make decisions. Well, he could just make a decision. I'm like, what is the decision? I don't want to be wrong, you know. And God used him to, okay, we're going to make this decision. And so I would have to decide and then live with that decision. Mm-hmm. So it was the part about, I didn't want to live with my decision. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can't go through life without making decisions. So we, we did balance each other off and still do balance each other off really good. Because right. mm-hmm. I, I noticed too, when I, you know, like when I was coming, one thing God did for mm-hmm. me, even though I wasn't a praying person, mm-hmm. God really opened up the scriptures to me. Yes, mm-hmm. and I had I had mm-hmm. a really understanding mm-hmm. of the scriptures, mm-hmm. and um, so I was I was able to go go into the scripture. And God just reveal stuff yeah. out of His Word, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think between her praying and the Word of God yeah. is what helped sustain us because mm-hmm. we were still in church, even though it, you know we was doing more church uh, opposed to doing family right. mm-hmm. and stuff like that. God faithfulness sustain us through that process mm-hmm. because I guess we were faithful because we used to get prophesied over all the time mm-hmm. and uh, the main prophecies that everybody should say so because of your faithfulness, because of your mm-hmm. faithfulness. that's, that's mm-hmm. what they would say because of your faithfulness and and uh, and I didn't understand it now but as I look back yeah. and I see that's what they meant because yeah. I didn't understand what they were saying I said I'm faithful man mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what do you mean faithfulness how, how can I be faithful you know but it, we just we pressed into the things of God, 
a lot. You know, yeah. we was always seeking, we was always studying, we was always reading the word. She was praying, I wasn't praying. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know but I was an avid reader yeah. and a yeah, studier of the word, you know. And so, uh, and I think that's that's what helped us get through mm-hmm. yeah. those tough times that yeah. we had, you know, early in life because we didn't have the counseling and different things. It's just staying in the word of God and mm-hmm. praying, her praying and reading the word. And she always used to say that uh, I would wash her with the water of the word. Mm-hmm. Should be, you know what the scripture would say because I was always share scripture. With her. He would have yeah. family days. We have to all the, the two kids, and mm-hmm. we have to sit down. He's okay. I'm gonna share with y'all this morning what I'm gonna preach later, and we would have to sit down. And so. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. You have to listen to his sermon. Uh, and so by the time the kids got to church, they just, they always no, laugh at that. Again. They always, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, that one of the gifts that God gave you was mm-hmm. saying, like, just hang in there and I'm going to give you a glimpse. But then you made a comment that it wasn't like a year or two. So, right. uh, you know, so y'all hit that point five, mm-hmm. six or so years mm-hmm. where, where things got hard. Mm-hmm. How long was that period before, between when it, was hard, and then when you started to recognize, okay, like we're we are coming gotta, through this. Got a breakthrough. I'm gonna say a good ten years. Yeah, it was a good ten years. I want to say a good yeah. ten. It was. Mm-hmm. It was more one of those things you had to press in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see it getting better each time, but you know, every once in a while you'll see something to snatch it back, and you'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know. Because we actually yeah. had another prophecy. She yeah. doesn't agree with the prophecy because I, I think we see it differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but it was. But, you know, but God, it was this man of God, he, he prophesied and he said, you know, y'all wasn't meant to be together. I don't think mm. you disagree with that. I just, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know. Because I don't have to agree with that. You're right, yeah. You don't have to agree with that. But God said, you know, y'all wasn't meant together, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to turn it around. Mm. You know, that but y'all, y'all marriage and, you know, and you know, make it out of something, you know. So, and, and he did that. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you say like after the ten years, we just had to just keep pressing in. We couldn't mm-hmm. give up because at that particular time, mm-hmm. well, it was another prophecy that said that uh, the pastor at that particular time say uh, a smoking flask. What's that scripture say? A, a smoking flask, God would not, not quench. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah. A smoking yeah. flask, yeah. God would not quench. So it was like okay, there was still smoke there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. our relationship, yeah. it was just smoke, wasn't no fire, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was still smoke, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but God took that and, and He changed it over the years because He had a lot that He had to do in me, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 it, it took Him a long time, mm-hmm. and I guess that's why it took those ten years to soften my heart over the years because my heart was so hard. Mm-hmm. So He had a total time before He could get to me to soften that heart and then when he actually i didn't even know what had happened but actually the people around me started seeing the difference in me yeah. you know that wasn't there first mm-hmm. you know i think i started so, seeing a difference yeah. when we would watch a movie and he would get um, emotional yeah mm. yeah I never got emotional no. watch no. <laughs> and i'm like is that a mm. is that allergies <laughs> yeah that's true that's i knew true. something I was now, happening you know, i can watch a movie now and i just like oh, i can't hold back the water you know mm. and stuff like that. but it was never never that way yeah. you yeah. know so yeah. it took a while for God to break through. And it sounds like too, in in a lot of what y'all are saying, you know, I think I imagine that there are couples that feel like it's on them to figure it out or to fix it or Mm -hmm. to just say, well, we shouldn't have done this or, but so much of what you're saying indicates that y'all are aware that it wasn't you, but it was God. And there's like elements of, uh, you know, things that you brought to the table or mm-hmm. even things that God did through you, like the, mm-hmm. you know, you brought prayer, mm-hmm. you know, you brought the word. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like it was more, it was that God, God was the one doing, but even more, it sounds like God was doing a work that you didn't even realize needed to be yeah. done. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, because it was nothing that we, we actually did. Right. That we was known to do except for just stay together right, right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you know not give up yeah. you know and uh, I, I think that's the that's the biggest key right. because you know um it's easy to to quit mm-hmm. it's easy to give up and throw in the towel because that's mm-hmm. what i was willing to do at one point i was mm-hmm. willing to throw in the towel mm-hmm. i'm surprised she didn't throw it in before because the way i was <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but she was determined to make it work and, mm-hmm. and what's so ironic about it is that she came from a divorce 
relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mother and father was together the whole time. Right, correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they didn't they didn't separate. They was together for like shoot fifty years or so. Yeah. 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 They were together for a long time. Yeah. And the only reason they Partly because my mother passed away, mm-hmm. so they never divorced. Yeah. But her mother and father did, you know. Mm-hmm. So. As a matter of fact, our parents, my parents, got divorced like a oh. month before we got married. Yeah, that yeah. divorce was final. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. That's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. So and and um, also he was saying staying together, and I was looking at the big picture for us, the children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know. And even though we went through hard times, we would always, I would always at least not say bad things about that father because mm-hmm. he's still that father. Mm-hmm. You right. see what I'm saying? So I wouldn't mm-hmm. say bad things about him. But the biggest thing too was I had to remember that I wasn't the Holy Spirit because he mm-hmm. would always say, you're not the Holy Spirit, Junior. <laughs> um, so I couldn't change him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could only change me. And then I could yeah. only, when God would say, don't, like we said in the testimony, when God would say, okay, don't do such and such. Like if he say something negative, try not mm-hmm. to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. Proverbs, it says a soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and so just responding more like softly opposed to the fire thing. Cause mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying we didn't have fire, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying it, as you go on, the fire should get less and less. It should lessen and lessen. Right, right. You, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So it was a lot of biting my tongue when the Spirit of God said, okay, mm-hmm. don't say that. Don't do that. Yeah. Even though I wanted to. I ain't going to say I didn't want to because I'm not perfect. Right. <laughs> right. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you for being obedient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. I, I'm sorry. That's awesome because, uh, you know, yeah. it's like me. me. Yeah. I wouldn't. It was the totally opposite. Yeah. You know, because God would say, don't say something. You know, I, I said it anyway. <laughs> you know, so I wasn't the obedient one. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, we're, we're really together. Mm-hmm. It's because of my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, we stayed together over the years because of her perseverance, her obedience, listen to the Holy Spirit, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. And so now it's kind of, you know, like changing stuff like that. It's like I'm more like the encourager, but she was like the encourager yeah. in the younger days, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm more of the encourager now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So to, you know, uh, in, in certain areas and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it. Sticking that because those that's a part of life, you know, yeah. growing through those things. Because mm-hmm. if you know, if you if, if every time every five years you got divorced and remarried, divorced and remarried, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll never learn who right. who you are because right. mm-hmm. you always yeah. begin again, yeah. yeah. You yeah. always begin, yeah. You never break through <laughs> you that, break you never break that next stage, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's worth sticking together through the, the bad. The good and the ugly, right. you know, to see what God can do on the end, on the mm-hmm. outside, because that's what He promises. God yeah. is saying mm-hmm. He promises, you know, a beautiful life, mm-hmm. you know, and but right. you have to hang in there in order to see it, mm-hmm. you know. And so, but you know, and every marriage is different. Some people marriage don't didn't struggle, though. The, maybe not be the struggle that we have, right. you know. Some yeah. people just right. might just go through and just everything is. Peaches and cream, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, some people might, you know, just be just the opposite. It's just gonna be the yeah. worst, you know. So every every situation, every situation is different. Is different. Yeah. But the constant in uh, the in the thing in the in relationship yeah. is God. Yeah, you have to keep God in the center of the relationship. So, so let me ask this question then. So I feel like you know, if somebody there's there's a number of reasons people divorce. Yes. But if you want, yeah. if you were to sum it up in a very just crude way, like someone might divorce because they believe that the purpose of marriage is for them to be happy and comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. and that wasn't happening. Right. right. So y'all, y'all got married, you know, five years and mm-hmm. five or six years, then mm-hmm. y'all weren't happy. Y'all weren't comfortable, right. but you felt like God was pushing y'all to, to stick it out. Mm-hmm. And for 10 years, y'all were in that space right. more or less. And y'all been married for 40 years right. now. So, mm-hmm. you know, 40 years in, how has your understanding of the purpose of marriage changed? What is the purpose of marriage if it's not for you to just be happy and comfortable? Oh, that's an awesome question. That's an awesome question. <laughs> I think that's an overnight. <laughs> Come back next week. Uh, answer. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, that's a, that's a good question. But when you think about that, and when I, when I think about that, based on what you just said about mm-hmm. not being happy and comfortable, it's to glorify God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to bring glory to God in your relationship because 
when you think about the church in Christ, mm-hmm. he relates that to marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you do the study and go back mm-hmm. and read the Bible, you can see constantly that Israel just did not follow mm-hmm. God's plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God still loved the mm-hmm. Israel in spite of. Mm-hmm. Even though he might say, I'm going to turn my back, I'm going to wipe you off and do all this kind of stuff. He never gave up. He always mm-hmm. found one, mm-hmm. a somebody that was going to be willing mm-hmm. to seek after him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then mm-hmm. even, uh, you know, I'm, so like I'm, reading this Bi- I'm reading the Bible through the year mm-hmm. right now. And mm-hmm. I'm at the point where it was Gomer. Where God told him to marry uh, yeah. this prostitute, you know, and he said, you know, and he just, it was an example of how Israel acted against God, you know. And so, but in, in the end, God, you know, brought Jesus Christ into the picture and said, you know, I'm going to forgive all your sins and all the things that you've done wrong, you know. So in, in a marriage relationship, the marriage is supposed to, glorify God in that relationship where God constantly is willing to forgive each person in that relationship and being able to accept that forgiveness and being able to be willing to uh, ask for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. you know. So I I think that the purposes of of marriage overall is to, I would say again, to glorify God. I don't know if it's... Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not always ooey gooey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's uh, about children because uh, say be fruitful okay. and multiply. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just each each stage of the marriage right. yeah. should reflect uh, uh, Christ in the church. Yeah. You know, well, that's that's big too, and like even the Hosea piece, because like if the purpose of marriage was simply to be happy and comfortable, like if you believed mm-hmm. that the purpose of marriage was simply to be happy and comfortable, then that's yeah. Big time contingent on her right. to help to make that happen. Because yes. if she's not who right. you want her to be or not what you do, like then you're it's gonna be yeah. hard for you to be happy. But if yeah. the purpose of marriage to you is to glorify God, it's not contingent on her. It's on contingent on you and whether yes. or not you want to be obedient. And I've been yes. thinking about uh, I was thinking about the Hosea Gomer mm-hmm. passage the other day too, in the right. sense that I think it's such a beautiful picture of marriage. It's not the one pastors usually choose to right. preach at a wedding but what's beautiful about it is is the core thing there is is Hosea was obedient to God yeah. yes Hosea knew that his purpose right. was to glorify God honor God and to right. love his wife right and it didn't depend on and he knew God had told him like right. this is going to happen yes but yeah I mean I think that's important is is if it is simply to glorify God mm-hmm. then we don't really actually have any excuses <laughs> for, you know yeah that's true you know but to go to go in a relationship thinking that way uh, of going to marriage from the beginning thinking that okay I want my marriage to glorify God so what you're mm-hmm. actually saying is I'm willing to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to make sure God gets mm-hmm. glory mm-hmm. out of this relationship mm-hmm. and he can't get glory out of divorce or separation, but he can't get glory out of us remaining together and growing together, but not staying the same thing. I don't think he really expects us to stay in that situation because God is so faithful and so merciful that he knew our situation, but he was doing things along the way, knowing that if we stay together, it was going to be much, much better, as you said, in the end. You know, so we really, I think the latter part of our marriage mm-hmm. has been more glorious than the former part yeah. of our marriage. Yeah. And going back to what you said earlier, yeah. you had to go through that former part in order right. to not only get to that latter part, to, but right. to be able to understand it, to appreciate right. it, and yeah. to be who you needed to be right. to yes. experience it. Because yeah. who you were at the beginning of the marriage couldn't experience it like you're experiencing now. Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. right. That's true. Right, because you're dealing with maturity mm-hmm. and all kinds mm-hmm. of things. You know, you you know, you have to face it. We were 19. Mm-hmm. We weren't exactly <laughs> yeah. mature yeah. at that right. moment. Yeah. 19 yeah. to 21, and the odds was yeah. against us the that odds, our marriage yeah. would even survive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. So, you know, so the maturity yeah. had a lot to play with it. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you, if you come in, we came into the marriage not saved, and mm-hmm. then, you know, Got saved, you know. So we had a whole a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff that was stacked financial. Us. It was struggles. Yeah, it was financial yeah, struggles. So we know what financial struggles are. We know. We know what. <laughs> yeah. are here. You know. Yeah, so it's it's, it's not it's not something that we take yeah. lightly because we yeah. we've gone through it. But now we're at the point now that we um, we we're aging together. 
So you see, so now we're aging together. So um, mm-hmm. we're not the same people we were in the beginning. We got to this stage. Mm-hmm. We, we're growing, growing. And we're aging together now. Mm-hmm. We're actually entering to social security. <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, so it's, it's that process that we walked yeah. through the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're ready to go into another season. Because yeah. that's, that's 40 years ago. Yeah, so. 40 years, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Well, I don't Brenda, know that represent, but yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just keep thinking about mm-hmm. the the encouraging word that God gave you about like just hang in there, mm-hmm. because I think about if you know if somebody who was was still on that lower end of maturity, mm-hmm. um, maybe early in their marriage, mm-hmm. you know, heard y'all say, "Oh yeah, and I say, yeah, we were in that hard season for ten years," mm-hmm. they might say, that, mm-hmm. "Why would you put yourself through mm-hmm. that? Like, mm-hmm. why would you?" endure that that doesn't sound good at all right you know when you were in the midst of it Mm -hmm. there are probably times it felt like you weren't going to be able to get through correct Mm -hmm. correct. you know it might have felt like after five years all right we paid our dues god like (laughs) you know so in the midst of it it can feel long it can feel hard it can feel Mm -hmm. impossible but now you're on the other end of it you're at 40 years and Mm -hmm. you can look back at those 10 years and it probably feels different Mm -hmm. so did it did it do it still did those 10 years in the past that you went through do they still feel like it was a struggle, or do it feel like I'm passing, or what? Uh, how do you, how do you see it now? Um, I can't believe it's 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 over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it's over. But can I tell you what I did through through the tenure? Because I did, okay, you okay, tell <laughs> okay. You just you tell love to yeah. I think a lot of going through the struggle for me was. Um, Actually, getting myself involved in other people's lives mm-hmm. um, because we do stuff in the community for our mm-hmm. civic association. Because mm-hmm. it's easier for, mm-hmm. for me to sit here and soak in my mm-hmm. woes. Mm-hmm. But if I get involved with either family member lives mm-hmm. or get involved with the civic association or in somebody else's life, I'm not constantly thinking about myself. Yeah. And that would have been the worst thing for me to do was mm-hmm. to constantly think about myself. I think a lot of the time God had me to. Um, like just engulf myself with my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, just do whatever it took to keep from thinking about it. And then when I'm faced with it, then you know, just stay in him. Mm-hmm. Just stay in him. Um, because when you're walking through the process, you're right, it doesn't seem like you're gonna come out on the mm-hmm. other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then when you turn around and look, and you're like, Wow, I'm here and it's there. Mm-hmm. Because it, for me, it was a process. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it was a process that God walked me through. Because I think yeah. for me, uh, I think God is still just doing things in my life, yeah. you know, and um, just still showing me stuff, you know, that I, I need to do, mm-hmm. you know. And and I, I, I guess that's that's what, you know, you just never know. Mm-mm. You know, it's just like you into something. Say, like, if you're in a sh- in, on, on a boat in the water. And you've been out there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, man, I'm, I'm just going to give up. I'm going to quit. And you say, well, I'm just going to jump in the water and just give throw my life away. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that five feet away mm-hmm. is land where people is, where you can be saved. And so that's like you, don't, you never know how close you are mm-hmm. to salvation. Mm-hmm. In that particular situation mm-hmm. in your right. life, mm-hmm. because if you give up, right. you may you won't make it. Mm-hmm. But if you stick with it, it could be just around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. you don't know. So it's it's always there. Mm-hmm. You know, just 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 there. And right. and and, and, and it's, it's, if we, when you're seeking God and you're going through, you you can see daylight mm-hmm. in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. You know, God's changing things and doing different things and stuff like that. It's it's always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. always encouragement to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it, and before you know it, you know, and when you like you say, when you look back and you realize, oh yeah. man, it's been ten years. You sometimes you don't even realize it's been that long, yeah, because yeah. you study pressing through, right. trying, and because yeah. God yeah. is giving you glimpses of light, yeah. glimmers of hope mm-hmm. that you can press forward and mm-hmm. see that I, I should keep going. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, at that time, you know, we was during those periods where my heart was hardened and, and stuff like that. It was it was a struggle for me because I, I really didn't know. But as time went on and God, you know, began to change my heart and I was able to love, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like 
you don't know when that happens. It just happens. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, it'd be, it would be nice, you know, if God say, okay, you know, five years from now. Or maybe you know, 19th I'm gonna, or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to change your heart, you know, and everything's going to be fine, mm -hmm. you know. It just doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just have to press through okay. and just trust God mm -hmm. that it will happen, mm -hmm. you know. And so and, and I, think that's the, I think that's the beauty of it, yeah. knowing that God, you know, God will get you through. Yeah. You and know? in your story, too, you're, in, you're, you're showing that, like, it's not simply that marriage is hard. You got to just right. deal with right. it, right? Like, yes. because yes. Yes. it's almost as though you're saying right. that, I mean, marriage is hard because we're broken people, but right. also... Right. That process wasn't simply something you had to endure. It was it's something that God used for things above and beyond, like right. to mold you, to right. like create yeah. you, to yeah. to teach you how to actually trust God right. instead of just God being the God who gives right. you stuff, like yeah. to yeah. learn what it means to persevere. Because right. I imagine stuff that you gained in that ten years yeah. has continued to play a role in all the years since. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It has. It yeah. has. Yeah. Because I think one of the Biggest things, joke for myself was, if somebody would say, why, why are you standing here? When I say, well, everybody needs somebody to love them. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so even though his heart was hard, you know, he, everybody needs someone mm, to love right. them. There's no more than one person. They need somebody <laughs> to love yeah. them. Yeah, that's true. Man. That's awesome. So, yeah. It's yeah. amazing to me, too, like hearing y'all talk. Even when you first said, you know, around five or six years, I laughed in my head because mm -hmm. I've known so many couples, mm -hmm. like, and even like for us, like, I feel like around five or six years, mm -hmm. we, we hit some fun seasons and mm -hmm. I know so many couples, that's yeah. the same deal. It's it almost seems deal. like a mm -hmm. universal thing almost. Yeah. And, and I think so. Yeah. And, and what's yeah. hard is we always, though, most couples at the early end of it think they, they're going to have the cheat code to be like, oh, right. we're not, we're not going to, yeah. mm -hmm. we're not going to struggle. We're going right. to be fine. Um, but then if you believe that you won't have struggles or that there's no, yeah. like then right. when it happens because again, it's two broken people trying yeah. to share lives. And then right. once they have kids trying to navigate and that yeah. work, yeah. you, those, those expectations can, can, can almost right. break you in a right. way. Right. Um, but what y'all are also sharing and I've heard many people share is, you know, when you persevere, you know, 10, 15 mm -hmm. years, you find yourself in a different place. You find yourself to be different people understanding God yeah. in a different way. Right. What would you say then, you know, for the, the couples out there that are trying to persevere, what do they have to look forward to years 15 to 40? What are some of the, <laughs> what are some of the, the high point, the highlights, the struggles, the challenges, like what's, what's in right. store? That's a good question too. I, th I think the main thing is, is like when you're trust, yeah. trusting God, it's, you, you never know what God can do in an individual's life yeah. and how he does it, yeah. you know. So for, for us, you know, we, we spend a lot of time together. People say, you see one, you see the other, you know. <laughs> so we are always together, doing things okay. together, you know, enjoy, and just enjoying life together. So I think, I think that's uh, one of the things that you have to look forward to is that in the end, you're going you're gonna to have a beautiful marriage, one that you can enjoy you know, with each other. Mm -hmm. And uh so I wanna just interject. Yeah. Um even though we you see us together, we also through those years, that fifteen, recognize that we still are individuals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to remember that we're still individuals and mm -hmm. we learning that he has things he like, I have things right. that I like. We are individuals right. and not to take away each other's individuality. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would be totally mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, insane. Mm -hmm. And then also learning when our daughter was going to college, you have that empty nest syndrome. Yeah. And I remember him telling me, he said, you know, um, let's get to know each other mm. like we used to because when she goes away, yeah. you, you don't want to just fall apart and right. say, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. You know, so we started revisiting each other, just, mm -hmm. you know, doing things together. Because in, in that time frame, Everything was just around the children. The yeah. children. Yeah, it was right. everything was around the children. And then you have that time where there's nobody here. Nobody needs to go here or there. And you just, you and your husband, and it's mm -hmm. like, okay, so we can't just sit here and look at each other across the room. We need to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we had to, that, you know, so you go through different seasons yeah, and you I mean, have to be yeah. willing to yeah. adjust to each season. Yeah. And that's right. the kicker. If, yeah. if the two of you, if one of you feel like you've gotten so far ahead of the other one and you don't. You know, just stay together mm. in, in that. It, it can it can sometimes have a negative. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Negative impact. Impact. Yeah. 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 So just, yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I thank God that uh, I didn't give up. I honestly so you I have to I say it. I, I really yeah. thank God that I didn't quit. Yeah. yeah. You know, along the way, because mm-hmm. it's it's so easy to walk yeah. away. You know, just allowing God yeah. to be Ooh, God okay. in our relationship. Just yeah. Just so, just <laughs> allowing God to to. To work out things in our relationship mm-hmm. and trusting him mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Okay, baby, we're gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna hurry up. Man. I know. <laughs> but you know, and so I, I just thank God that he didn't give up on me. Mm-hmm. Not so much me giving up on the relationship too, but that God didn't give up on me. Yeah. You know, because he hung in that way because he knew I was a tough cookie. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. uh I could have been like, you know, but because of God's love, he didn't quit on me. Yeah. You know, and I thank God for that. You know, and I still today, I think he he doesn't give up on me. He still loves me to effect mm-hmm. because he knows this is still a work in progress. You know, yeah. and that's what's fun about marriage is you always working and striving mm-hmm. to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always things that you can do to to love one another to that you learn and stuff. It takes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you give up and you don't stick with it, you won't get to know the beauty. Of oh, marriage of each other, mm-hmm. you know. So you 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 have to stay there just to see the all the wonderful things that God can do in a relationship. Yeah, you know, yeah. because if you if you quit, you don't know what He can do. Mm-hmm. You you never get to see the glory of God in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, so you stay in there, and you're hanging there, so you can see all the different things that God brings. Like you said, when you look back over time. You know, you can just you just look at all the different levels and changes that God did, and that's a lot to give God glory for. You know, over yeah. the years, you know, mm-hmm. so that's 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 a great thing, I think. Yeah, I'm black and agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I would love to see. I have I have one request okay. before mm-hmm. we end, but before that, mm-hmm. any final thoughts? Any 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 lingering things that you're like, oh, I gotta say this. <laughs> I was thinking of it. I said, I better not say it. Okay, yeah. I forgot it. Oh. <laughs> you should have asked it earlier. Know. Uh, you know, I was just say since, you know, we talked. I know it was. There it is. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. You got to let it go. And then it's like, don't forget me. I think the thing I was thinking about is a lot of time as Christians, mm-hmm. we feel like we don't have to work on it, that God is just going to magically mm. make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we get discouraged if it doesn't just happen because we're Christian and we don't see it valuable enough or, or, or just yeah. work on the different elements of, of marriage. Because mm. marriage is more than just one element. It's just it's more than just sex. It's more than right. just, mm-hmm. you know, um, holding hands or having children. It's just so many elements to marriage. Right. I think that's the, the beauty of yeah. it. It's I was just, thinking along the same lines. Because you know, as Christians, yeah. when we get married, everybody's, you know, they did it the right way. They, yeah. You know, they I'm, got married yeah. and it was, had a beautiful wedding. Yeah. They in love. God is in the center of it. Yeah. And then life happens. And then life happens. <laughs> you yeah. know, so yeah. you you have to get through the life happens part. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. so when that part comes, that's when you really, really, yeah. you know, have to really just seek out God. God, you know, uh, I made a vow, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to 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 love my wife, you know. And you know, it's interesting that what God says too in the Word is He say, "Husband, love your wives." Wives obey your husbands, you know, and, and I don't mean to say that in in the sense that everybody think about that women yeah. are subservient and all that. Yeah, That's right, not where right. I'm coming from, yeah. but I'm coming from coming from the part of love because both of that those things are love, you know. Yeah. But when the man is seeking after God and he's going after God, it's easy for the woman to be uh, obey her husband in love, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, is man, man. The Bible says that for man to love his wife like Christ loved the church, like Christ you know, and that's uh, uh, un, you know, be willing to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, be willing to go the extra mile and do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to make sure that that family stays together, mm-hmm. you know, because so. a lot of his success and people don't talk about that. A lot of his success ties in how he treats me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how he loves me, you know, mm-hmm. and people can't, you, you walk in and, and two of y'all together and, and their wife is constantly upset, mad, and 
people know something is not. Mm-hmm. Right. You, how are you treating that woman? Mm-hmm. You know, are you treating mm-hmm. her good? Are you taking yeah. care? You know, it it, yeah. it it ties in. It has a ripple effect on the children. Mm-hmm. And so well, once he starts seeing all that, it has a ripple effect on the children. It has a ripple effect on you as a woman. It's your whole personality as that man in the house mm-hmm. has a ripple effect. Yeah. And so when people start seeing that, how the man has that connection with God and how it has an effect on the family. I think a, a lot of people probably would change on, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, I hope, I think yeah. hopefully some of that did, some of that, you saw that effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all sharing yeah. it. And Moosey, something you said, Brandon, made me think about it, that as Christians, we feel like it should just work out. Right. But the other end of that is because we have that belief system, yes. then we're not honest and open and transparent. Mm-hmm. And so you get a lot of uh, couples in the church that are hurting, but put it on a face like they aren't yeah, hurting like or presenting themselves like yes. everything's good. And then when another couple is hurting, they look at everyone else and everyone else seems fine. Uh, I guess it's just yeah. us that's struggling. <laughs> yeah. We must not be good Christians. And right. so I think it's really oh, important man. and valuable that y'all are just, you, you, what you've shared here, but also, you know, you shared in the church before and you've given an open invitation to people that, you know, come and just sit at our table and, yeah. and talk because I feel like it's important that we as a church become more and more real, genuine, and transparent. Right. So my, my request is, like I mentioned earlier, I know a lot of couples who are, you know, in that, in the midst of that season. Um, I know a lot of folks, uh, you know, who have expressed the same thing y'all express. They're like, I just don't know how I can make it. I don't know what to do. And so I would love for just to close out this time and and y'all just praying a prayer over those couples that are in that space. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Father God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy and I thank you for your love. So, Father God, we, we just lift those couples up that's uh, going through that season of their life that's in those periods of five, six, seven years that of their struggling in their relationship, Lord God, to that's just beautiful. look to you, Lord God, and just uh, seek you in such a way, Lord God, that you would, uh, like Brenda said earlier, Lord, what's, what, what areas in my life do I need to change? And um, not try to change each other, but look within your heart and ask God, God, what do I need to do to uh, make this relationship work, to make this relationship better? And and Father, I just pray that you give them strength to endure, strength to to make it into the end so they can see heaven mm-hmm. in their relationship, Lord yes. God, so they can see that uh, it is your will and your purpose for them to remain together and to uh, bring Christ and uh, into the relationship, Father God, so that uh, you may, that God may be glorified. Yeah. And Father, I thank you for each marriage that's um, here in this podcast. Lord, I just thank you for your plans and your purposes being established in each marriage, Father. I just ask you to um, just, um, just engulf them in your love, Father God, that they have the love of God flowing out of their heart. I just thank you for breakthrough in each marriage, Father God. Um, hope, Father, hope. Where hopelessness has been uh, over them, that you give them hope in every situation, in every circumstance, that you are restoring the joy of salvation, Father, and families, mm-hmm. Father. That you are enlightening them, you are enlarging them, that you are meeting the needs, Father God. Sometimes the sadness comes from different arenas. It could be finances, it could be just um, lack of conversation, but you know each marriage, Father God. You know them individually, you know them uniquely. And Father, I just ask you, Father God, to have mercy, have grace on each marriage, Father. Thank you that your plans and purposes are established. And most of all, God, the work that you started in them, please complete it until the day of Christ. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Father God, for establishing your covenant in all of these marriages. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. You will I mentioned a couple of times throughout the course of this podcast series 
that one of the things that the enemy wants to do is create disunity. He wants to silo us because if he can get us on our own, then he can pick us off. And there is no place that he loves to do that more than in a marriage. A marriage which is meant to represent the love between Christ and the church. A marriage which was the idea of a holy God who brought two people together to create something beautiful and to create from that creation. Y'all, the enemy wants to destroy marriages and we get tricked. We get trapped over and over and over. So what I don't want to do is end this episode with a nice tight and here's the answer to all your marital woes. No, this is not an easy thing. And yet I think there are some simple steps we can take to protect our marriages and honor God. So number one, don't silo yourself. Don't silo yourself from your partner. Don't silo yourself from the support of others. Don't silo yourself from the church. Don't create an image that is fake. Don't hide things. Look, be real with your partner. Be real with your close network. Be open with the church. And there are certain things that you will say in certain relationships, and I understand that. There's certain business that you don't want to put out to the whole world. But the more that you silo yourself the more that the enemy is going to trick you with lies, and he has no limit to his lies. I am telling you right now, the enemy is telling you lies about your partner, and if you silo yourself, you're going to believe him. Second thing, don't believe the lies. (laughs) Look, if there are things that you know are true, find ways to hold those truths close. That's what Jesus did. The enemy lied to Jesus, tempted Jesus. In fact, the enemy pulled scripture out. He just twisted it up. And what Jesus did is he had truths that he held close to his heart. And all he did was throw singular verses out to the enemy and the enemy could not respond. The enemy's going to keep on hitting, but you need to hold some truths. All right. Think back to why you married your partner in the first place. Think back to things, if you felt like God played a role in it, what God said in those times. I know for me, I know for a fact that God was calling me to love Becca. And in the moments where I don't feel like loving her, I don't feel like I can, I have to remind myself, nope, God was pretty clear in what he called me to do. He didn't call me to love her for a certain number of years or in certain conditions. He told me to love her. And so that truth is what can get me through those moments when the enemy tells me I don't deserve that or I can't do this or whatever the nonsense is. So don't believe the lies. And the third thing is this. Be patient with God's timing and wisdom. Scripture is filled with examples of how we're called to this. Just today I was reading a devotional called Rejoicing in Suffering. It was very timely. And it pulls from James 1 starting in verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Sometimes God's trying to accomplish something bigger than just our happiness. In Bobby and Brenda's story, there is so much that happened in that 10-year period that God wanted to do beyond just their happiness and comfort. Was it hard? Yeah. Was it confusing? Yeah. Did God seem distant at times? Yeah. Was God distant? No. God was with them. God was encouraging them. God was strengthening them. God was reminding them because God was accomplishing something bigger. God was accomplishing abundantly more than they could ask or think. God wanted to do something with their marriage that they could never have anticipated. And here they are, starting the 40th year, and God is still working. Married couples, God is God, God is good. God wants to show his love through you, in you. Right now, if you are feeling like that is just not possible for you or your marriage, Create some space to sit with God and be honest. Let him know what you're thinking. The other night, I was letting God know what I was thinking, and I was upset, 
and he smacked me in the face with a butterfly at midnight. Because he wanted to show me that he saw my pain, but he comically used a butterfly because he wanted to say, look, Paul, I get it, but you know I'm calling you into something bigger than just complaining. You know that I'm calling you into some hard spaces because you know that I am not a simple, uncaring God. I am God and I am good. And that is true in your marriage. So get back in there or I'm gonna smack you in the face with another butterfly. God loves you, he is at work. Make some space to be real with them and then get out of the silo and be ready to love. And as you do it, ask yourself, where did you see God? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Where Did You See God podcast. And I would love for your stories to be a part of it as well. So there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can check out our Facebook page at Where Did You See God podcast. You can go to anchor.fm slash Where Did You See God, or you can leave a brief voice message at 804-372-3836. I would love to hear your stories. And if the stories you've heard have encouraged you, Uh, Think of someone else who could be encouraged as well and share it with them. The music you've been listening to is You'll Walk, You'll Run by Urban Doxology. They are a solid group and you will love listening to the rest of their music. So check them out. And as always, as you go through your day, ask yourself, where did you see God?